Hey, you know what, guys? This right here, this rambling, boring conversation containing already made before observations, this could be a podcast. Huh, it's actually not a bad idea. Really? A podcast? Don't you have to be some sort of whiz kid to do those? Uh, definitely not. Anyone with a computer can make one. Well, that's it. We're anyone. Do they know something we don't? They're led by a woman. What does a woman know? Um, we also would like to... Whoops. Одна проблема, две. Проблема первая, три. Проблема первая, он белый. Вторая, он мужчина. Третья, он, судя по всему, все-таки гетера. Знаешь, а этого сейчас вообще не прощают. Это катастрофа. Не, ну Грайнер И как, как может американский вот американскому избирателю дали выбор? Герой, пострадавший на службе отечеству. Он же по службе пострадал. Герой, увешанный орденами, пострадавший за то, что он работал на свою родину, на США. Или чернокожая лесбиянка, наркозависимая, пострадавшая за какой-то вейп с гашишем. And a fine Goliard day to you, Friar Cook. I almost called you rabbi. Well, it's okay. I, I have not been called one of those before, but uh, I wouldn't uh, you know, be against the being called a rabbi. I mean, I can I can get the certificate if it helps. You could. I could get the certificate Rabbi from Dave Fryer, too. <laughs> it was on this date in 1640 that 15,000 people in London, England, signed the Root and Branch Petition, which was calling for the abolition of the episcopy. Do you know what a episcopy is? An episcopy. Isn't that like a... It's your, it's the governing body. It's the, it's the hierarchical form yeah. of a church governance in which yeah. the chief that's local authorities good. are called bishops and mm-hmm. so forth and so on. That's, that's what I was thinking. So in 1640, the British tried to get rid of this, tried to get rid of the church of England. Did it work? I don't think so. Apparently not. Cause King Chuck's still in charge, right? Yeah. And he's making noises about. All it's that good to be stuff. king. Yeah, it's good to be king and blah, blah, blah. It was also this day in 1792 that the King Louis XVI was put on trial for treason. And we all know how that ended. This day in religious history, I guess. Kind of where I was going with that. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to What the Frock. I am Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. And it's funny that you mentioned that, Dave, actually, because I was just, I was just reading an article that the Methodist Church is splitting now, the United Methodist Church over the LGBTQ stuff. So, hasn't that been going church, on for a while though? It has, it has. I think it's official, yeah, getting to be official because you can splitting. you can drive around here. Now, I don't live in a big city. I live as Ben will remind me on a constant basis. There's only nine thousand people that live here, yeah. and I always say to him, "Yeah, but how many work here?" It's like San Francisco during the daytime yeah. we swell and then come anyway more but yeah right there are several several Methodist churches within reasonable driving distance and you can tell which one is which because some of them have certain banners and flags out front mm-hmm. and others do not 
And it's not that they don't, it, 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 they don't have anything that says we are not that, but they don't have the banners and flags. So I guess, I guess the way of, of, of symbolizing which side of that schism you're on is by putting mm-hmm. the banner out or not, I suppose. Yeah. I don't know. This has been going on for a while, though. Because the world needs yet another Christian denomination. Well, I've always thought so. See, I okay. So denominations, you know, we always had this. When I was much younger, there was a there was constant argument about denominationalism. Mm-hmm. Why are we? Why are Christians so fractured into all these denominations? And we would literally go to classes about how these people screwed up when they when they split apart because these people were clearly wrong because they don't believe what we believe. Sure. Right. As I got older, I came to realize that denomination aren't necessarily a bad thing. No. They're more mission-oriented. So, in other words, every church can't be everything to everybody. True. as, As dumb as this sounds, there has to be a church for the rich people who don't want to do anything but get dressed up on Sunday, sing hymns, and don't do anything else. Fine, I don't have a problem with that. If that's where you want to go, then be that as it may. But there also has to be the church that deals with the dirty homeless people that mm. you know you don't want in there, and so somebody has to deal with that. Hence denominations, right? To some yeah, degree. I, now, I, to some degree. I mean, it, it's a broad brush you're painting with. Well, right now. I, and I, I'm not talking about. I'm not even talking about just denominations in the sense of. You know, Christian, Catholic, um, Lutheran. I, I, I'm talking yeah. about within the Christian church, within the s- further subdivided. You know, within the first Bap- the first Baptist church, the first Baptist Free Church, the first Methodist sure. Anglican church, the first Methodist, first Methodist Free Evangelist non Anglican church. You know, the the schisms that come along the way is fine. I, I think it has more to do with mission than anything else. If you're driven to do something, then you're gonna you're gonna find like minded people. I, I will say that having been in a non denominational evangelical church that has seen probably four different church splits over the the twenty plus years I had attended there, a lot of them weren't necessarily doctrinal. It was more of hey, you don't you don't agree with the senior pastor. I'm right. leaving. Right. And I've seen that in synagogues. I've seen that where uh, I've seen two rabbis that were one of whom was almost chased out of town because he, to me, it didn't make any sense. But I don't know how deep I want to get into this, but it was he was he was very adamant about kosher, keeping kosher, very adamant about it. And. You know, the truth of the matter is within the reform movement, which of which I am not a member, but uh, within the reform movement, kosher is not that big of a deal. And the last thing a reform congregation wants to hear about is, why aren't you keeping kosher? Mm-hmm. You know, when you go out to lunch and at the Chinese restaurant. So that didn't go well. Um, I've seen, you know, other rabbis chased out over others. I've seen pastors chased out over yeah. stupid issues. But. You're right. It comes back to this uh, this episcopatory what what is that what episcopacy, mm-hmm. where you have this struggle between the power of whoever is the church leader and the church followers. And I and I will give it this: the churches, for some reason, there is a 
there is a serious tendency. Sorry, I've lost my window there. Um, there is a serious understanding of congregations that they have more power mm-hmm. than sometimes pastors and or priests wish they had. So it, I've seen that, been there, done that. I'm, I'm oh, yeah. not, uh, not criticizing it, but at the same time, I'm, I'm not surprised that the Methodist church is coming apart over this. It, I, I, I guess I am surprised growing up in the, in the Methodist mm-hmm. tradition. What? I mean, how did we get to that point? Because of all the Christian faiths, of all the Christian denominations, I would have thought Wesleyan Methodism would be the least likely to go into that very schism. You'd be surprised. How does and that happen? We are. Yeah. I, I, I don't know how it happens. I, I really don't. You know, it, it's a small, slippery slope, I think, of not adhering to certain biblical standards, I guess. Uh, you know. Well, Part of it is part of it is politics. I mean, again, large amount of politics. If I disagree with what my church teaches, is it my job to change the church, or is it my job to go find another faith that believes what I believe? That's what I did. I went and found a faith that matched what I believe and agreed to abide by that. Um, But it seems like more and more the tradition now is, well, I'll just change it to what I want it to be. Yeah, I'll make this. I, I don't fight against the machine. I just say, hey, you know, I'm gonna go check out other churches and see which one better aligns with what I'm thinking. Well, and that's kind of what we all do, isn't it? Yep. Unless we're trying to trade for spies, then we then we have some weird things going. That's a that's oh a gosh. paradigm shift without a clutch. Oh, isn't that it? is a, yeah. <laughs> now that we're back on the agenda. <laughs> That was that was me. I, I did the rabbit trail. Sorry about that. <laughs> yeah. So the first thing on the agenda today is the great at WNBA trade. But I, I don't know if I even want to talk about it, man. What what else can be said about the WNBA trade? It's, but it's related to the issue and the LGBT, LGBTQ thing. And, and I think the president was just trying to score points socially with that trade. Okay. The Russian – there's a Russian TV show, and I, you're going to have to forgive me because I don't speak Russian. I don't know Russian the name Russian of the show. RT. Yeah, Russian RT, Russia RT or whatever it is. But it's a talk show like we have. Only they have five people that stand around and they they have all kinds of fancy equipment and they're led by they're led by a woman. What does a woman know? But anyway, they, sorry, that's that's a reference to a really bad Brendan Fra- well, a really good Brendan Fraser movie that I really like. So anyway, um what was I saying? So, so they're standing around talking about this the other day, and they are criticizing the United States government, the Russians, the mm-hmm. Russian public television is criticizing the United States for trading for Brittany Griner instead of Whelan. Mm-hmm. Sorry, I can't uh, draw a blank on his first name right now. Don't know what it is. I know I know it, but I, it's gone. Anyway, we, they are criticizing. The Russian television is criticizing the United States for trading for Brittany Griner instead of as a sign of weakness because clearly they say this is uh indicative indicative of the fact that we are more driven by social what's the word crap I'm having a bad morning I'm having a bad morning anyway but 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 social justice type stuff Gen- Instead of common sense. And they go on to continually praise this Whelan fellow, Bob Whelan. Is that his name? Robert Whelan? 
anyway, who, uh, who was a spy for his country and served his country. And they abandoned him in favor of the gay lesbian basketball player because who's also black, they point out. Mm-hmm. So that it checks all the tick boxes, you know, black, lesbian, woman, uh, popular, whatever. And, popular. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, come on. I mean, I hate, to be, I hate to be the one to draw this comparison, especially after this past week where, where Spotify and Anchor came out with their whole, you know, your rap season. And as it turns out, What the Frock is one of the top, was it 10 or 25? I can't remember. Uh, 25, I think. Top 25% yeah. shared podcasts throughout the entire world. It is awesome, man. It's, it's, we're in great company with, with Joe Rogan. Yeah. Right. So when you say popular, obviously we are, yeah. except that I'd say they're probably, and I say this, it kills me to say this. There's probably still more people who watch the WNBA than, than us, but, but well, that yeah. said, um, it just proves that you can prove anything with statistics. It's, it doesn't mean anything. But I now, bet you more people re-listen to us than to watch, to re-watch an WNBA game. See, unfortunately, I live in the Seattle area. I live in the Seattle media market. Uh, unfortunately. Unfortunately, I do. I, I wish we had our own media market. We don't. This is, this is one of the weirdest geographies in the entire world. Okay. I am literally 12 miles from, from the Space Needle, downtown mm-hmm. Seattle. And it takes a minimum. The fastest way to get there is at least an hour and a half. Probably closer to three hours because the ferry system is collapsing right now because they can't hire anybody. So you have to drive around. <laughs> but our media all comes from there. So imagine if you lived in, I don't know, pick a city, uh, Oakdale, mm-hmm. and all of your media came from Fresno. Okay. Is that about three hours away? A little mm-hmm. bit more? Eh, nah, a little bit less? Not... Yeah, a little less. Sa- San Diego, something like that. Los Angeles. Okay. Imagine if all your media came from Los Angeles. How would you feel? <laughs> yeah. We have a local newspaper, but it's it's bad. It's not related. It's, there's nothing relatable on any of the local stories to us. Even the weather here can't be predicted because there are so many microclimates because of the mountains and the, the water and everything. So when, these, when the weather guy that I watch, Brian, stands up in the morning and says, well, there's a 30% chance of snow today. That doesn't mean anything to us. I mean, it's mm-hmm. like, well, first off, it doesn't mean there's a 30% chance of snow anyway, but, but what it no. does mean doesn't apply to us anyway. So it, it gets very confusing with our, with our media market. It gets very confusing with stuff here. And when you, when you factor in all that stuff to how we're relating to stories, because I live in Seattle, media market, the WNBA is a huge thing to Seattle. So okay. w- once you cross the borders of King County, nobody gives a rat's behind. Mm-hmm. But in Seattle, where all the television stations are and radio stations are and the newspaper is, um, the WNBA is a big thing, primarily because of, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm losing my voice here, Sue Bird and the Seattle Storm multiple-time champions. In case you didn't know that, they won a whole bunch of championships at the WNBA. Nah, I don't pay attention. Nobody outside of here does. 
No. But because of the WNBA's impact here, guess what we're getting literally every news break? It's all about Britney. News about Britney Griner. So it's kind of like Twitter in a way because Twitter amplifies meaningless stuff. Mm -hmm. And in the same way, this local media market is amplifying this meaningless story about Britney Griner. And it is a meaningless story. Do I care if President Biden traded the merchant of death for Britney Griner? At the end of the day, do I really care? Personally, no, but I I do think politically it's a bigger deal because I think that from what I've read, it was a multinational effort to try and capture the guy. It was. It was a huge effort to capture the guy. And they captured him. They convicted him. They put him in jail. Everybody everybody rejoiced because now that they've put this guy away, international arms trafficking has completely dried up. There is no more. Well, that's not quite true, but... What? What do you mean that's not quite true? He was just the head of the snake. Well, apparently he wasn't the head of the snake because if you cut the head off a snake, it dies. Yeah. So did it really even make any difference? It didn't. It didn't. Well, it's the head of a hydra. Okay, there you go. And Brittany Griner, of course, is functionally a nobody. Somebody tweeted the other day, be honest, had you ever heard of Brittany Griner before no. February? Now, I Absolutely had, obviously, not. because of living in the Seattle market, but but at the same time, there's this mindset of, of, of that. I, I don't know that I care in the deepest of senses, because Brittany Griner is, and I say this with love, meaningless to me. Brittany mm-hmm. Griner doesn't know me. She doesn't care about me. <clears throat> Even if she did know me, she wouldn't like me. No, we would not be friends. We would not have coffee. We have nothing in common. Mm-mm. We would go to different churches. Mm-hmm. She would go to the church with the thing out United front. Methodists. And would, right. And I would go to the <laughs> Chabad synagogue. So wh- why do I care? I mean, I don't watch the WNBA. I, I, yeah. I recognize the WNBA for what it is, which is subsidized Title IX sports. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, Everybody in the world, including the Russians, are making fun of us for doing this because we didn't trade for the spy, the manly spy. Instead, we traded for the manly lesbian, possibly Drug, man, druggy. Drug, druggy basketball yeah. player because she was black. And this this appeals, I guess, to the to the Biden voter. I don't know why, but it does. Issue voting, I guess. There isn't a whole lot more to say about this other than. I, all the jokes have been made. Mm-hmm. All the all the comments have been made. I mean, it's part of the problem of recording on Sundays. Or the, meme, the memes are great. The memes are fantastic. But here's what I think happens next. So right side, keep posting about how dare we leave a Marine behind, just like the Biden administration to leave a Marine behind. This whole, we're, mm-hmm. we're building up this whole mindset that Bob Whelan, Robert Whelan, is that his name, Robert? I feel bad because I don't know I what's don't know. his name. Jeez. I know his last name, Paul Whelan. Where did I get Paul Bob Whelan. from? Paul is some sort of, you know, hero of some sort. Now, what's going to happen next is, in all these tweets, is now you're going to start seeing stories about how he's not quite the hero that you think he is. Yes, he is a former Marine. 
but he was dishonorably discharged for yeah. criminal activity. He was charged with other crimes. He is apparently, based on his CV, something of a shyster, something of a snake oil type salesman, something of so, a... What so a perfect person for the CIA to recruit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very Lee Harvey-ish, right? Yes. So you're going to start seeing those tweets and memes. Why does the right support a criminal as opposed to someone who was just playing basketball? Why does the right support someone who was dishonorably discharged instead of someone who won Olympic gold for her country? Uh, you're, I you're saw those reports. What? Yeah, I saw just, those reports yeah. starting to come out. You're going to start seeing more and more of that because the left is not going to sit by and allow you to get by with, with making Paul Whelan a hero. No. What's funny is from a libertarian take, they're all about, hey, so you've just pardoned a drug offender right now. So why don't you like pardon the other federal people that are up for drug offenses? <laughs> yeah. I'm not sure it's the I'm, I'm not sure it was the symbol that Biden thought it was going to be, because no. now it's like, oh, so you traded this guy, this criminal to get her out. But what about these people? Just just wait until the next set of deaths are attributed to the arms dealer. Right. Then the right media is going to go all. BS. Right. Well, then you get into the whole issue of just exactly who is the arms dealer anymore, because we just sent another 270. Another. Are you following me here? Another $275 million worth of military equipment to Ukraine. Mm -hmm. and, and I don't know, where are we at now? $105 billion, $110 billion, somewhere in there? Yeah, something like that. So who's the real arms dealer here? Oh, we've been an arms dealer, you know. The leaving all of the arms there in Afghanistan. We didn't care about the arms. So right? why didn't we call up? See, this is what I would have done. As I would have said, look, we can do something stupid here. I can trade you this clown for that clown mm -hmm. or both of those clowns or whatever. Or what if we just quietly arrange a deal here where I stop sending Ukraine $275 million a week in arms and you let my people go? Nobody has to make any press. You can go on television, tell everybody in the world that you're just being benevolent. And you thought the U.S. You doesn't thought really care because the U.S. doesn't really care. And yeah. blah, blah, blah. So that's what I would have done. But then again, yeah. I'm not president of the United States, nor am I likely to become president. No. Or even run for president. No, I won't do that either. Of course, then people will tweet at me about how uncaring I am and how much I hate people. Hey, well, you know what? She knew she was over there. She broke the law. Why was she over there? Does anybody remember? She hated the U.S., wasn't it? She no, was like, she didn't hate the U.S. I mean, she does, but she says she does. Every, you know, it's like everybody says, oh, the world's flat. They don't really believe that. She doesn't really hate the United States. She hates the fact that she's not LeBron James. Mm -hmm. She's jealous of, of the fact that women basketball players nobody cares about. That's, that's the real issue here. But why was she over there? Does anybody I know? I don't recall the exact reason. The reason she's over there is because she was playing basketball for Akena Tynaberg, the, the best, a what a, the, a what the a best female basketball team in the Russian league, hired her to come play for them because, quote unquote, the United States WNBA does not pay its players enough. So she's forced to go overseas to work during the offseason. 
She only made yes. 220, she only made a quarter million dollars a year playing women's basketball here. So she had to go supplement her income by playing over there. And of course, when the war broke out, you know, she, she I guess, decided she to leave. Right. Yeah. And became a pawn. And like, because you know, the, the Russians knew she was doing drugs. Oh, yeah. They've known all along. Yeah. I, I'm They'd sure there was a wink and a her. nod. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. Probably a wink and a nod, you know, look, you know. We, we need you to play for our team and but um but um and I wouldn't surprise me when everything is said and done that someone in Russia with the team told her as they were handing her the vape cartridges, you should leave right now because this is gonna get bad between the United States and Russia over Ukraine. And then picked up the phone and called the KGB or whatever it is now and said, Hey, she's on her way. <laughs> wouldn't surprise me a bit. Not at all. But at the same time, I'm being told that I'm a racist and a bigot and a misogynist and a homophobe mm-hmm. and anti-trans and anti-gay and anti-women's basketball because I think this is stupid. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm not convinced necessarily that I would have traded for Whelan either. Because if he really is a spy, hasn't he been trained in how to resist those things? It should be. If he really is a spy, shouldn't he? I mean, I don't know. Why he didn't had they to shoot have him? Known. He had to know and been trained for, you know, this is what you do when you're captured. Or it's possible that he's just a dirtbag who got kicked out of the Marines for being a crook for stealing stuff and continued that career somewhere else. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't know what the I don't know where the truth is, but I know you're going to start seeing a lot more of that on Twitter and social media about how you right wingers. How can you support this guy? He's a crook. And he is a convicted crook, folks. He, mm-hmm. he did get a dishonorable discharge from Marines for, for theft. So I guess you better start working on your arguments for that because yeah. that one's coming pretty soon. Stay with us. It is What the Frock. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. And we will be right back. I'm Bill Mick with WMMB Radio in Melbourne, Florida, where we have a governor that will actually stand for what's right. My show airs mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern. Every day we discuss news, politics, and social issues that impact us all. Tuesdays in our 8 o'clock hour, Dave joins me for something we call Dave Does History, where Dave brings us events from our past that contain lessons for right now. To listen live, find WMMB on the iHeartRadio app. Welcome back. It's What the Frock. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. Happy so morning. Yeah. You following the Twitter files at all? I am, to a bit. You're following it more than I am. Yeah. I, I, I know this I, because I you log keep, into Twitter you, multiple times. Yeah, you keep sending me messages about this, that, and the other thing with it. Mm-hmm. I don't again, I'm not trying to be amazed about this, but I, I just don't care. It was just confirmation of what we suspected. Except that it's not, Rod. This we already knew all this. Why is this? This is a big nothing burger. Well, this is a big, that's, this is a big nonsense. They're trying to, they're trying to you know, the media, the left media is trying to not make a big deal about it. Right. 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 Why would they? Why wouldn't they? I mean, well, because they're part of the collusion problem. Well, and. Uh, and if you look at how they're structured, a lot of the ways, a lot of these media companies have former Intel, U.S. Intel people on their advisory, right? They're sitting there right. advisors and. So, you know, they're just as bad. Right. So that's the kind of job Paul Whelan could get after he finally gets that's out of That's exactly Russia. what's going to happen. 
Him and Snowden, I guess. MSNBC will hire him. <laughs> Might as well. Is anybody who, speaking of the WNBA, does anybody actually watch MSNBC? That'd be a good I challenge. Mean, who has more viewers? According to the Spotify wrapped, I'm sure they do, but, you know. I don't know. So the thing that fascinates me with this is the reactions to this whole thing. I, I've said this before so many times on my show. Many times I don't actually care about the issue itself. It's the reactions to it that, mm-hmm. I, that fascinate me. Some dude named John W. Dean. I have no clue who this guy is. None. I didn't even click on his profile to see who he was because I don't care. Okay. Mm-hmm. But his Twitter was at John W. Dean. Posted this yesterday. You ready? I'm ready. Quote, I'm looking for a lawyer slash law firm that will file a class action against Musk. For many of us who were here long before he arrived, he has ruined Twitter in too many ways to explain in a tweet. Exclamation point. So, you know, he means it. Sure. Well, he doesn't mean it as much as a double exclamation point. Right. I just so so now we're looking to class action. Some dude who we have no clue who is. Mm-mm. You don't know who he is. I don't know who he is. It's possible his own mother doesn't know who he is. Possible. Yeah. It's not likely, but it is possible. This guy is nobody wants to class action sue Twitter because Twitter is not what it was before. Do you remember all the people? So years ago, kids, some of you will remember this. Some of you will not. Facebook, this free platform that we all joined would, I don't know, annually, every 18 months or so, just change everything. Mm-hmm. The new Facebook, the new format, and people would bitch like whiny little. Uh, it was funny. I was one of them yeah. at first. Uh, yeah, I, I still don't care for all the changes that they went through. I don't. I, the, the changes were uh, just the cover photos. Remember when they added yeah. cover photos and everybody was like mad about it? Mm-hmm. This this is what this guy is mad about. Twitter is not the same as it was before. Sure. Well. You can sue for that. You can you can advertise no. on the platform itself for a lawyer to sue the platform itself because you don't like the changes. Let alone more than likely one of those free subscriber. You know, so he's participating for free. So where are the damages? Well, I don't know. He has a blue check, so he might be paying eight bucks a month. Now, yeah. By the way, can can we still do but, that? Because because I haven't been able to find it. Uh, I think you can. I just, I know that they originally rolled it out for iPhones, so right. Android users couldn't do it. So I haven't even bothered, but I think you can. Mm. I've thought about it. I don't use the Twitter app on the phone. I right. use the, the browser. Right. So anyway, th- this is the kind of reaction that I'm talking to. By the way, his, his profile picture is apparently a dog, a little puppy. I don't know. Yeah. But I, I, I'm fascinated by this reaction to it that. Hey, for years, we had this almost private ground where we could just bitch slap conservatives in any direction we wanted to. And then yeah. the conservatives played right into it. I, look, I'm not going to lie to you. You, can see you people on the right that were all griping about this, you, you were making a mistake. You were playing right into it. Mm-hmm. You really were. And instead of going off like you should have done in a free market society and founded you know, your own place where you could do the same thing in reverse you kept trying to force twitter to behave the way you wanted them to behave 
Well, you finally got your white knight. He's coming in, forcing Twitter to behave the way you want them to behave. And now the other side's mad. For now. For now. Right. Because pretty soon, you know, when the Democrats retake Congress, you know, you know we're going to have hours of hearings, days, weeks upon weeks upon weeks of hearings about the Twitter thing. And mm-hmm. there are already there's already people calling for this. There's Republicans calling for this. I think. The bigger issue, Dave, would be the collusion with with the feds, right? And hey, we think you should look at these tweets. I I, I agree. That's a bigger I, issue, and I understand I it. I understand the whole shooting match about hey, Twitter was colluding with with government to suppress free speech. Mm-hmm. But for the life of me, if you think that it's just Twitter doing that, it's not just Twitter. It's there are Twitter doesn't do anything. How many of us on the right? Let me follow me here. You ready? Mm-hmm. I'm going to I'm going to propose a thought experiment for you. Okay. Do you think that Democrats who are going to vote for Biden anyway gave a rat's behind about the Hunter Biden story? No, they were voting against Trump is what they were doing. They do you think they cared at all about no. do you think the Biden story would have changed their mind at all? I think it would have changed some of the independents' minds, but not the those that would are, were going to vote. See, I'm not a big believer that there are undecided voters. I've said this before. I don't. I don't believe that. I know I got an email from some guy saying, "Oh, I'm truly an independent. I truly have not made up my mind." Yeah, I don't think you have, because the, the, there's no way you can look at two people as polar opposite as sure. Biden and Trump and go, "Yeah, I can't make up my mind." Nobody can. I don't like Donald Trump. I still voted for him because I know what Joe Biden is. Right? Yeah. The bottom line is, you can tell me that till you're blue in the face. I don't believe you. And I don't think the Hunter Biden laptop story would have changed anybody's mind. I really don't. And yet, here's the problem. I'm told that because social media, quote unquote, censored the story, nobody knew about it. Eh, That's not true. It's absolutely not true. Everybody knew about it. You couldn't log on to Facebook or Twitter without being told about they're censoring this story. Go look it up yourself. So I guess I guess the issue isn't so much the platforms as it is the low information voters, right? Which is what it comes back to. It's not yeah. really about the platform. It's about the it's about the virtuous citizen who's not engaged. Mm-hmm. And if you're not going to be engaged, if you're going to ignore the reality of the story, then you don't care anyway. And nothing's going to change your mind. So what difference does it make if it's Hunter Biden's laptop or, I don't know, Donald Trump peeing on a prostitute in Moscow or whatever else you want to throw in there, whatever October surprise you want to pull? If it doesn't if you've already, if you're so locked into the other side is absolutely, if that's the deciding point, then I, I, I don't know where we're at. Here in Washington, we had the guy, so the mountain's behind me, so it's mm-hmm. that way, over there. Sure. We had the guy that, that completely lied about his Navy record. Complete, I mean, it isn't even a, I misspoke, I misspelled the word. He flat out lied about being a Navy submariner and his Navy service. It isn't even a question of, well, did we mishear him? Did he misspeak? No. He lied. 
Should that be a deciding issue? If that comes out a few days for the, before the vote, you know, the undecided voters look at it, well, this guy lies, this guy doesn't. No. no they all lie. No. This guy, this, this, they actually went back to the people that endorsed this guy and said, are you still endorsing him? And the actual quote was, well, he's pro-choice, so it's okay. Sure. In the same vein, people who were going to vote against Trump or even the occasional for Biden voter, which again, I don't, I don't know who you are or why you are, but the people were, they were not going to be swayed by the Hunter Biden story. No. That was clearly there in their face anyway. It was all over Fox News. I mean, Fox News covered this, even if the it others did. didn't. So it's not like you can say the story wasn't there. No, I, I think a good part, at least for me, the bigger issue is all about the, okay, why are we suppressing? If this is real, there could be some collusion involved and issues with the president or at the time, the, you know, the potential presidential candidate, Joe Biden being corrupt. I have no, I have no disagreement with that. I think, I think that there are problems with our system with corruption, Mm -hmm. but that might be a symptom but the real corruption is much deeper and much more insidious. Hey, just just something that just popped into my head here. How's Paul Paul uh, Pelosi doing? Anybody know? It's it's amazing it's gone, right? Is it? Is it amazing that that's gone? No, I'm that was being facetious. You were being sarcastic, I know. <laughs> that's corruption. When you can silence a news, when you can actually silence a news story, mm-hmm. and the, the Paul Pelosi laptop story was not actually silenced. You mean the Hunter Biden laptop? Hunter Biden, right. Yeah. What did I say, Paul Pelosi? He said Paul Pelosi. I'm sure he has a laptop, I'm sure too. he has a laptop, too, with pictures of him. On, <laughs> but we don't know that yet. <laughs> but who's, who's involved with that? I mean, you got the Speaker of the House, third in line to the President of the United States, one of the richest women in the world. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Uh, people, it's kind of faded away real yep. fast. People who are going to vote for that, going to vote for it anyway. Right after he showed up with a hat, wearing a hat to some kind of a big event, right? Yeah. Pretty amazing. Oh, Pretty look, he's amazing. fine. Don't yeah. talk about it anymore. Yeah. Thought he was like on his deathbed. He had to have emergency brain surgery. Yeah. Well, this is the same thing with the Twitter story. This is the same thing with the Paul, with the Hunter Biden story. I don't buy that it was suppressed. And in some ways, it was a Streisand effect. If they really wanted to suppress it, they wouldn't have said anything at all about it. They wouldn't have had any discussion at all about it. They would have just said, what story? Yeah. But instead, they talked about the fact that they were not talking about the story, which Streisand affected it right back in. They're not doing that with Pelosi, are they? No. They're not talking about it at all. That means there's something there. Well, of course it does. And we've all known that. Go back to that morning. What's the text they sent to you and Bill? Yeah, this story stinks. Yeah. I mean, that story wasn't 10 minutes old. And I was saying, yeah, no, there's something here. Too many ambiguities. Too many questions not being answered. But here Mm -hmm. we are now. How many months later? Nobody cares. Nobody cares about that. Nobody in a a month. Nobody's going to care. Nobody's going to care about Brittany Griner. And the only way we'll actually be able to judge this trade that we made is how many games and championships does she win going forward? 
Will she even be back in the WNBA? I mean, I'm sure they have drug oh, tests, I'm, right? I'm sure she will be. I Look, I'm going to go out on a limb here, and I'm going to say not only is she going to be back in the WNBA, you watch. Well, okay, write this down. I'm just saying it playing or behind an ESPN playing, desk? Playing. Okay. Write it in stone. Do you remember when Ray Lewis killed a guy? Linebacker for the Baltimore Ravens? I don't recall. So he that. actually killed a guy. Of course, everybody said he didn't do it, but and, and his life was upturned down and mm-hmm. everybody was all. Mm-hmm. And of course, the Ravens, and you should remember this, you're a 49ers guy. No, I'm a Go Raiders on. guy. Well, that's right. Same thing. Oh, great. <laughs> Remember when the Ravens beat the beat the 49ers in the Super Bowl where they lost power and all that? And it, yeah. Ray Lewis's last game, and we got to celebrate Ray Lewis, the murderer, and all that. Remember all that? Okay, vaguely. Write yeah. this in stone. Carve it. Not only will she be back in the NBA, I don't know if it'll be this season, but certainly by the end of last next season, she will be back on the court playing for the WNBA. It will be a nationally televised broadcast on a major sports network or even even ABC, NBC, whatever, Mm -hmm. probably ABC because they're ESPN. And it will be, you will see ads, watch Brittany Griner's return to the WNBA. (sighs) The, The arena will be sold out. We will be subject to patriotism the likes you've never seen before in the WNBA with kneeling during the national anthem that will be on national television speeches will be made she will have an average to above average game and people will go bananas because but and at some point during that game because I think if I remember right she's the only one that's done it she'll either try or succeed to make a slam dunk mm-hmm. and the place will go nuts and it will be all over social media and it'll disappear afterwards. Whatever team she plays for, because I don't even know, will make the playoffs and there'll be a run to the playoffs. And, and, and she will tearfully stand in front of the cameras and announce that it's just been so much. And this will be my final game, my final season. And you will see more wall to wall WNBA coverage than you've ever dreamed about seeing in your life. If you dream about that sort of thing, it'll just be a blip in their ratings, though. Sure, but it'll check those same boxes that the Russians are talking about. Yeah, right. She's black. She's gay. She's anti-American. She's drug. And Paul Whelan will still be sitting over there, and you'll still be making your tweets about why is the Marine left behind? You forgot something, and, Dave. She'll get injured at some point in time during the season, so she'll be out for a bit, and then she'll she'll have to make a comeback. And they'll blame the injury on torture from the Russians. Yeah, <laughs> you watch, folks. You think I'm kidding, but I'm. <laughs> we watched Ray Lewis. <laughs> the guy killed a dude with a knife, and we had to sit there and watch. Alex Rodriguez cheated. He mm-hmm. was one of the worst cheaters in baseball history, and we had to sit and watch an entire season of fetting over him. Right? Yeah. <sighs> God bless America. What a racket. Wish I could get that. Tearfully announcing today that this will be my last season on What the Frock. (laughs) Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey, this is Whitey. And this is Hank. 
And you can listen to our podcast, Two Pint Talk, on all your favorite podcast sources. So come check it out where we talk about two beers and, and everything stuff. <laughs> listen to Two Pint Talk on iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back. It's What the Frock. I'm Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. And there are stories in the news, Rod. One of the things we try to do with this show is we try to get outside of the normal stuff. That's why it's like talking about the Britney Griner thing and the other stuff, Twitter stuff. Yeah, we got to do it. Church splits. Church splits, (laughs) that kind of stuff. But there are stories in the news that fascinate me. Mm -hmm. And as a broadcaster, as a professional broadcaster, and... Before you send me your emails, yes, I am. I'm a professional broadcaster. That, yeah, um, that, makes, that makes one of us. Yeah. <laughs> it, there are times when I am bemused by people. People say to me all the time, oh, what you do is so easy. All you do is talk. Yeah. And I say to them, okay, come on. I used to say this on radio. Come on down. <laughs> I'll put you on the microphone. Because I can tell you the very, very, very first time I was ever on the air was not good. Not good at all. Even doing the podcast, Dave, and, and you, you and I both know, I had done the podcast with, uh, with Chris on uh, the Ale Evangelist show. And we had, you know, it's a little bit easier to do a podcast when you're drinking, I will say. But uh, doing that with, with you, and it's been a challenge. It's, it's not as easy as, as people think it might be. First time I was ever on the air, Bill hired me to do sports at KFIV. Mm-hmm. So here it is, 5.45 in the morning. The A's had played somebody the night before. I don't remember who. And he looks at me. And remember, we had to go through this whole thing about my name. Mm-hmm. Because the company that I work for did not want me on the air as yeah. my Dave real Diamond. name. Right. Right. So this Dave Diamond thing came up. Not Diamond because, Dave. No. The Diamond thing came about because I was a sports guy, love baseball, and I happen to love Neil Diamond. Okay. Not making that up. I wanted to go with Herb Focasia. I thought Herb Focasia was perfect. And they all stared at me in that meeting like, I don't get the joke. I don't get it. Well, my grandfather's name was Herb. And, (laughs) you know, it's a made-up radio name. Who cares? Later, we proposed Randy Dolphin. Oh, jeez. And that got shot down. Anyway, Dave Diamond. So he turns to me at 545 and he says, and now here's Dave Diamond with your live KFIV's morning sports. And the light went on. Bing. And I went. Now, keep in mind, I'm a baseball guy. Mm-hmm. I'm a professional teacher. I have been trained. To, I'm you a were former a pastor. pastor. Yeah. I know how to talk. And I looked at that light and I went. The Oakland A's. Defeated the Toronto Blue uh, three two. It was the worst thing ever. So bad. I still have. So the first week I was on when I replaced Bill. Yeah. We really didn't know what we were doing. We didn't have a name for the show. We didn't have anything. It was just Bill was gone, and they stuck me in the seat. I still have the tapes of that first week. And every now and then I go back and listen to them just because... To see how far you've come. Yeah. That's why. <laughs> Just because I want to give myself nightmares about, about it. So when people criticize me, 
I tend to let it just go off the bag. I don't, I don't care if you like me or not on the air. I really don't. I, I'm not doing this for you. That's see, if you're listening and you don't like it, you're the idiot. Yeah. Because you can push the stop button. Well, and you don't have to listen. There's podcasts a dime a dozen. Right. Literally a dime a dozen. Of which, by the way, this podcast, WTF, is one of the top 25 in the world at being shared. Yeah. Top so there you go. Percent. Right. What did I say? Oh, top 25%. Sorry. Yeah. You said top being 25. Sh- yeah. Yeah. No, not top 25. Top 25% of shared podcasts. So I don't need you. Rod doesn't need you. We don't need you. If you don't like us, Push the stop button. Weren't we in the top like 10% for like content creative? Yes, we are. This is an amazing show. You don't, you don't even realize how important and good this show is. So I'm always fascinated when there are stories about people and microphones. I love the scene in the movie Naked Gun Mm -hmm. where he goes to the bathroom with the, with the microphone on. And the sad part about that is I've seen that happen. Yeah. I've actually seen a uh, a bishop, kind of bishop thing. He wasn't called a bishop back then, but I've actually seen that happen where a church leader has done that at a major conference meeting. And that That's happened at, at church, oh, at our church before. It's pretty right? funny. It is. It's hilarious. You can hear it's, the flush of the toilet. Oh, wait. Right. His mic's on. Turn it off. So, so when people get involved with microphones, particularly when they're not professional broadcasters, such mm-hmm. as myself, highly trained, I, 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 I get bemused. I get even more bemused when it's really stupid people. So imagine you work for Apple and you are one of the highest level executives at Apple. You are such a high level executive, Rod. That you drive a $500,000 car. Yikes. A Mercedes-Benz SLR McLaren supercar. Wow. And you can go golfing almost every day Mm -hmm. in your $500,000 supercar. Now imagine you're some schlub with a TikTok channel who for some reason is fascinated by people with fancy cars. Okay. And you just walk up to people with their fancy cars with your with your cell phone out, videotaping them as you ask them about, what do you do to afford such a beautiful car? Mm-hmm. You're the Apple exec. What do you say? Oh, it really depends upon your ego, doesn't it? Quote, I race cars, play golf, and fondle big-breasted women. Unquote. Oh, but I take weekends and major holidays off. Unquote. Wow. So now he's an ex Apple executive. I who, would have so. Which isn't even the best part of the story. The best part of the story is after everything we've talked about, mm-hmm. what do you think he spent the next 12 hours doing? Playing golf. Do, 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 do. Dude, no, come on. Backpedaling? No. He spent the next 12 hours trying to Paul Pelosi this story. Oh, He oh, spent oh. the next 12 hours leaning on TikTok to try to get them to take the video down. The Chinese before, organization, TikTok. Right. Before his bosses at, exa- at Apple oh. saw it. Which, of course, 
people couldn't wait to send it to them. Sure. What kind of moron do you have employed here? So they didn't take it down. And now he's an ex Apple executive with a $500,000 car, which is. Um, well, with the $500,000 car payment. Payment, right. <laughs> well, I'm assuming he paid for the whole thing up front because, I mean. Oh, no. If they lease those things, are you kidding me? So you can't even sell it because the they want to get grand? they want to get new cars, right? They right. they always want to have the latest and greatest. So I'm sure it's like at least the lesson of all this is, and and this is something that I teach regularly. And for those of you wondering, yes, I do teach podcasting. I do teach podcast. I'm I'm a consultant. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Don't let me say that. Let me plug myself here for just a minute. If you're interested in starting a podcast or even an internet radio show or whatever, don't pay some dude five thousand dollars to set it up for you. No, call me first. Okay. Not not saying I work for free. No. I'm just saying I don't charge anywhere it, near five thousand no. dollars. It starts with coffee. Right. Yes. <laughs> Usually bags of coffee will get me to do just about anything. And if you've got uh, little Debbie's Christmas tree cakes, oh my gosh. Then we're really into the Did those arrive yet, by the way? I have not seen them yet. Okay. So I sent Rod a package of yeah. <laughs> little Debbie's Christmas tree cakes. <laughs> so all I'm saying is Anytime, and especially in today's world, I don't care who you are. If you have something to protect, a relationship, mm-hmm. a job, uh, uh, whatever, and somebody puts a camera in your face and asks you a question, regardless of how ridiculous the question may be, no matter how funny you think you are, say, say it with me, you ready? No comment. That's exactly right. And walk away. Unless you're doing an interview and you have, you know, a negotiated release or something along those lines and no comment. Because if you say something funny, ha ha ha, I drive fast cars, I play golf and I fondle big breasted women, but not on major holidays and weekends. Yeah. You can kiss everything you have. Goodbye. Even if you don't really do it. (sighs) I'm just utterly amazed by this stuff. Yeah. And that's how you get to be a top 25% in the world shared podcast. There we go. With top 10% in the world. Creation. What Content creation. Content creation. Yeah. Right. You don't get to be that unless you understand those things. And the other thing I would add to that is uh, Apple. I do have some experience. I was a a supply petty officer in the Navy. (laughs) I do have some experience with procurement. So if you're looking for somebody to fill that job, just saying I'm available. Stay with us. We'll be right back. Hey there, submarine fans. Let me talk to you about the most exciting thing in currency, the gold back from goldback.com. Article 1, Section 10 of the U.S. Constitution says that states are actually legal to create currency as long as they are made of gold and silver. And now there are states doing just that. They've made moves to protect their local economies for possible future failure of the federal paper U.S. dollar or the entire credit system by legalizing and making their own currency using, you got it, gold and silver. The exciting news is the subbet.com is now an authorized dealer to purchase your goldbacks right on our website. Be sure to email me at eric at the subbet.com or you can call me at 
877-933-2777-9333. Be sure to check out the goldbacks on the subvet.com and then get ready to secure your family and future with the power of fractional gold currency. Get your gold back from the subvet. Welcome back. I'm Dave. I'm Rod. And this is one of the top 25% shared shows in the world. In the world. What the frock. Yeah. It's amazing. It's it's We're in great company. We are. We're right up there with Joe Rogan. We are. Joe Rogan's a top 25. Yeah. So are we. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'd, I'd like to see that list and how many are on it, but hey. See, this is the thing I go through every day. I'm going to start this podcast and make millions of dollars, hundreds. Of, I'm going to make my living podcasting. That Facebook group is wild. No, yes, it is. It's, we, had a, we had a post the other day from a guy who posted a book, How to, how to Make Million Dollars Post uh, Podcasting. Is that the name of the book? I don't it's remember. Something like that. Yeah. Buy the book for $24.99. And so I commented and my comment got quickly deleted. Let's sell X number of books, whatever it takes to make a million dollars. Because you're not going to make any money. <laughs> they deleted Folks. your comment. That's funny. Yeah. I've been doing podcasting since 2008. We started with the radio show. And I'm, I'm telling you, if you added everything I've ever made together in podcasting in the ensuing, how many years is that? 15 mm, years. Something like that. It's probably less than five grand. And that's, that's mostly people just saying, hey, Dave, I want to send you a few bucks because I like what you're doing. And that's, that's literally what or it is. I do have a, or like yeah, that. I do have a coffee account where you can you know, send me a few bucks. But, and we did, Steve, sent us, Steve Zimmerman sent us a, uh, a nice little cup of coffee a few weeks ago for, mm-hmm. to buy coffee or pickle juices yet. Which, by the way, uh, I've solved the cramp problem. And it's have not you? pickle juice. Yes, I stopped taking the Crestor. Sorry. I just said, you know what? Don't need it. Not taking it. There you go. Finally got a good night's sleep. Speaking of uh, those kinds of things, however, there are some problems that we got to deal with here real quick. Sure. Um, We had planned for the rest of the year's show, we were going to do a Christmas Day show. We're going to do a show next week in Christmas. However, those plans have been somewhat upended. If you've been paying attention at all, mm-hmm. you know that I'm having some major, and I do mean major, dental issues uh, right, right now. Finally got the, the treatment plan on mm-hmm. Friday. Six phases oh. plus priority one work, which is insane. Somewore between thirty-eight dollars and $60,000, depending on what the insurance company will actually oh my pay gosh. off. Um, it, it, look, I, I'm not... I'm not naive. I, I know intellectually, I know it's my own fault. Okay. But I also know that I was badly mistreated by dentists through the years. And that has left me. It, it has nothing to do scarred. with the little Debbie Christmas tree. No, it doesn't yes. have anything to do with that. <laughs> in, in fact, uh, what I have is I, I had a bunch of cavities when I was in the Navy that were filled. Okay. And those cavities have, those fillings failed and broke apart the teeth. Sure. And, and what the guy said to me the other day, Dr. Ha, my doctor's name is Ha, H-A, Dr. Ha. ha. So I said, <laughs> ha and he, and he actually said, the rest of your teeth are actually in great shape. Yeah. But these broken teeth are causing problems and I can't, eat, and, and I have one that is a major problem. That's the priority one. So anyway, six phases of this, it starts on Monday, okay. which is tomorrow at 7 a.m. Oh. 
So I do not know what my availability is going to be the rest. Of it. it could be that they do this and I'm fine and, you know, we go on. I, I don't know. I can tell you right now, I'm not going to be on Bill's show on Tuesday because I'm anticipating yeah. problems. So Being, being heavily uh, medicated. Yeah, that was quite the discussion. We're going to give you this pill. It's basically Xanax. I said, can't I just drink some whiskey? <laughs> She's like, it's like, well, we don't want you drunk. So I won't be drunk, drunk, but, but, you know, hell, I can do a radio show with four shots of whiskey. I don't, yeah. why can't I do a dental appointment that way? Never stopping to think to myself, they're going to have their faces right in my mouth. And <laughs> yeah, they, anyway. you don't want them to be drunk. Right. So <laughs> anyway, that'll start on Monday. I don't know how long this is going to take. And, and there's a, there's a hitch in the giddy up on that in that my wife is actually changing jobs this week. Yeah. So our dental insurance company changes as of January 1. So it may be that they just do this priority one thing and we put everything else off until the new year. I don't don't know. We will keep you up to date. Check the website, uh, whatthefrock.org. Send us an email. If you really care, send us an email, WTF at Mm whatthefrock.org. Say, hey, Dave, when are you coming back with your top 25% shared in the world podcast? Yeah. And we'll get right back to you. Well, Rod will. I won't. We've got we've got us keep staying in that top ten percent for right. media content creation. That's correct. <laughs> there's a there's a story there that I wish we had time to get into, but we, we really don't. So anyway, also if you are interested in doing your own podcast, hit me up. I'll I'll give you some advice. Bef- be, you may end up hiring the five thousand dollar guy. Sure, but before you do that, talk to me because I can. You know, maybe it may be that you actually need the $5,000 guy. And I'll tell you if you do. Yeah. You don't, but I will tell you that. <sighs> anyway, so we'll keep you up to date. We may be here next week. We may not. We had a big plan for the for the holiday show on December. We were going to do a Christmas special. Mm-hmm. I was going to invite guests and stuff. And, yeah. But now I don't know if we're going to be able to do that. So yeah. I'm depressed. <laughs> depressed for other reasons, too, but we're not yeah. getting into that today, so. There you go. (laughs) On that note, I am Rabbi Dave. I am Friar Rod. And this has been one of the top 25 shared podcasts in the entire world. What the frock? (laughs) 